0: Hi everyone, Sandman here. This weekend I was reading excerpts from the ebook entitled Book of Zed by Zed the Zen Priest. This book is over 700 pages long and represents many extensive arguments as to why marriage is a bad idea for men in this new gynocentric age. Zed, its author, was a MGTOW well before men walked on the moon. And his work is legendary in starting the whole concept of MGTOW. Anyways, enough about him for now. At some point, I'd love to get an interview with him and ask him about his extensive experience with women and men's rights, but today I'm going to focus on one particular part of his work. After reading his work, what really struck a chord with me was a section on the midlife crisis. For most men, their 40s represent the first time a man is able to control his sexual urges and start thinking with the big head above his neck. Actually, when men are sexually aroused, they are actually thinking with their lizard brains. So male menopause represents a point in a man's life where he regains the ability to think critically about relationships in the opposite sex. A man becomes aware that his life is about halfway over and time becomes precious. So it only makes sense for a man to start thinking about living for his own desires for a change. Maybe he still wants a fast car, Maybe he wants to sleep with many young and beautiful women. It makes sense for him to cross things off on his bucket list and live a life that will eliminate many regrets from his deathbed. He still has the clarity of thought and physical prowess to act on many of the desires before it is too late. But there's just one problem. Society has socialized men not to live for their own desires and happiness. So society shames men and tells them that the midlife crisis is a crisis faced by men and that they need to deal with it. On page 188, Zed shines some true light onto the idea behind the midlife crisis, and this is what he has to say. Society calls this a midlife crisis, and a crisis it is, but not for the man as the society tells him, rather for the society itself. This man represents a serious threat to the social order and must be intimidated back into his old ways, lest others see how free he has become and begin to follow the same path. If too many step off the work, earn, spend, achieve, succeed, conform, consume treadmill, which powers consuming society, it will slowly grind to a halt. The dedication and drive which come from his great heart and love of life are what society lives on, what it consumes in order to support its own cancerous existence. If too many become unwilling to continue to let consuming society loot them for all their best, the looters will eventually starve to death. So society spits on him and tells him that his best is actually his worst. But, oh by the way, he has to produce even more of it to atone for his ability to produce it in the first place. Zed is essentially saying that men are shamed into providing for society if they refuse to provide and follow their own desires during their midlife awakening or crisis. Zed hints about little blue pills in his writing, and it got me thinking about Viagra, the little blue pill that cures male erectile dysfunction. It's my opinion that Viagra and Cialis are a futile attempt to stop nature from shutting down men's sex drives and keeping them operating longer than is naturally possible. The more a man is consumed by his sexual desires the less ration and reason influences decisions. Two billion dollars a year is spent on prescriptions for Cialis and Viagra, but that's not where the real money is being made. Once a man takes his pills, the man gets horny and irrational and then spends money on women so that she can fulfill his sexual desires and drive. Erectile dysfunction drugs are there to mask the symptoms of a bad relationship, much like antidepressants are there to mask depression caused by the unfulfilling lifestyles many people live these days. By taking Viagra, any man can fuck any 250 pound woman and his dick will still find her attractive. Viagra is really a drug that men take to boost women's self-confidence. Viagra is not so a man can feel good about having sex with a fat pig wearing lipstick. Instead it's about making that older and unattractive female feel desired. Viagra affects men for four hours so that men can get an erection and release and then go back to being themselves. Cialis, on the other hand, lasts for 36 hours and it's called the weekend pill. And most people spend money on the weekends so it's no coincidence that horny men are willing to spend money when they are begging for sex. Erectile dysfunction pills turn men into pussy beggars. It's not in the state's best interests if men are walking around free and clear without the urge to copulate with females. This is unacceptable to women and the state, so the drug companies are providing the solution. And for a woman, much of her self-confidence comes from the erection of a man. Since most women are unable to feel love the same way that men are, they need other visual cues to ensure that he is emotionally, and thus irrationally, connected to her. What good are all the flowers, shoes, and jewelry in the world if a woman thinks that her partner is no longer attracted to her and the gravy train can come screeching to a halt at any moment? Women value comfort above all else, and a flaccid penis is no comfort to them. Instead, it deflates their self-esteem as a penis shrinks down into what amounts to a dry raisin in her mind. Women often complain that men are horny and out of control, but this is reverse psychology in action, and they actually love it when men fall into, into a sexual trance trying to access their golden uterus. According to Zed, society desperately tries to keep men in a state of arrested or suspended adolescence because if they begin using their reason and rationale, then men can break the trance of biology and free themselves from the state, women, consumer culture, and all the other systems of control that are placed on them. And men are the only ones in society capable of bringing down the tyranny of an unjust state, so they must be targeted so that they can never wake up from their drunken sexual stupors. A state of permanent male erection is beneficial to state control of men as well as the self-esteem of women. This is also why I believe that pornography and promiscuity are hyped in the last few decades. Anything that keeps men horny helps keep them chained to their roles as beasts of burden. The herbivore movement in Japan and the MGTOW movement in the rest of the world represent men becoming indifferent to the shaming tactics of women and the state, and they are now awakening before the age of 40. That's why society is saying that men are getting their midlife crises earlier in life, in their 20s or even their 30s. What society is failing to recognize is that men are walking away from their social responsibilities more than ever, and that both the state and the modern entitled female are about to become an endangered species. Thinking of my own experiences over the last year of my 10-year relationship that I just ended, I must admit that I didn't need as much sex in the last year. I only needed it maybe once every few weeks, as opposed to two or three times a week in the middle or even the beginning of the relationship. My lizard brain was no longer in charge of my desires, and reason was now in the driver's seat. The love and sex goggles that I had been wearing for most of my life were removed. I will leave you today with this quote from Zed. The greatest gift that nature gives men in their forties and beyond is that they are no longer ruled by their testicles and their testosterone. They no longer have mother nature shouting in their ears telling them that they are slackers or that they need to get busy procreating and having a family. Anyways, being more free of my sexual desires and yearnings has been a godsend for me. My testosterone level is down and I feel more at peace than I ever have in my entire life. Just the thought of a relationship now gives me an instant tension headache in the front of my head. If you want to see what Zed is up to, you can find him over at MGTOWforums.com. I've also included a link to his writings in the description box below. Thanks for listening, and enjoy the rest of your day. Cheers!